When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gibbs Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. Will you say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort? <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to episode one, three, four, two of down, two, Dunk. You can get us on the Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get the Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam throw. And Taylor. Hey, how you doing? How do you make holy water? You boiled the hell out of it. Don't speak. I know just what you're saying. So please stop explaining. Don't tell me cause you're... So I have throw. Wow, no doubt. No doubt. It's a good band. One of the best of all time. One of the best of all time. Uh, also the best of all time, uh, Thunder Vegas Summer League team. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Very exciting games. Uh, they, they beat Indiana the other night with all their guys. I was a little surprised that they all played. That was, that was good to see because it could have been very unexciting for a very long time with the oh, Summer yes. League team. But Oos and Chet and Jay Will and all those guys played, uh, except for Trey Mann, who has an evulsion fracture in his hand. But Evulsion? Evulsion. Hmm. He'll be fine. Well, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's... He, well, that's done. Um, no, I agree. I'm glad they played all those guys because that Rockets roster was... Whoa, yikes. Yeah. That was kind of yucky. The that, whole Summer League in general this year has been really good. Yeah. I feel like there's been really exciting players and games and, and big old games mm-hmm. from all sorts of people. Like, all the top guys are playing really well, of course, except uh, Amen. You know, he had that really good first game. And he got hurt. And then he got hurt. Well, Scoot got hurt, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's been anybody that's been, like, bad that was taken in the top ten. I mean, Bilal has not been, like, the greatest, but he's shown, like, flashes. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Black's been really good. Asar Thompson struggled some. Brandon Miller's on literally the worst summer league team of all time. Heck yeah. 
There's, I think he might be the only NBA player on that team. They all looked, all those guys that we're mentioning, though, you can see their talent immediately. Yeah. It's not like Jabari last year, which Jabari this year now, you're like, okay, now I get it. I feel like he's, he was really maybe good. he's found something. Yeah. He was also, really he's been really good. I think he's averaging 35 points a game. Yeah. He's killing it. Mm-hmm. But all the guys, all the top guys, you watch them and you're like, yes, this is what it needs to be. You're all amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except the star. But I've been seeing on Twitter, I guess Pistons fans are real are mad at how they're treating Asar Thompson like his other teammates aren't passing him the ball and it's just like terrible chemistry <laughs> and much like the Rockets last year. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, Pistons fans I mean some I mean I've had some mad at me for things that I've said over the past week, but yeah, they've generally not looked great. Jaden Ivey hasn't looked great since uh, the start of summer league, and then Asar is interesting one, just because like he they know that he's not a shooter, and I, they also are all gunning for themselves. Yeah, you know that's that's the problem with summer league a lot is that there's no chemistry because you've got ten guys on the roster that don't have a job mm-hmm. that are trying to show off, and it ends up blowing up in everybody's face because no one like actually plays real basketball. It's funny how it shouldn't translate to Summer League, but it's funny how the worst teams, the worst run teams in the league, always have terrible Summer League teams as well. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's weird that shouldn't Summer League be a place where just if you have talented players or or just random things happen and maybe a terrible team has, like, a good Summer League team? But if you run bad, why would you run, like, this great Summer League team? Like if you run it's bad, it's, you're gonna run yeah. bad. You you run bad. You'd yeah. have to you'd have to have just great individual scores, mm-hmm. basically, for it to work out. So, and I guess those badly run teams are not good at assessing talent as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, Asar had a nice game against the Raptors, but you know, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued with almost everybody. I think. Yeah. I think. Teams did well. There's not some like glaring player that went outside the top 12 that's like, oh my gosh, he should have gone like five spots higher or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, there's really well, no Cam, like Cam that. Whitmore, maybe. I mean, he was taken at 20, but that, that's a good I mean, point. That that's dude a good point. is like, okay, yeah, obviously that's top 10 talent. Can't, yeah, the talent is there. I'm just interested to see what it looks like once we get to the regular season. Like playing real basketball, like he he was created in a lab for summer league, yeah. Just because yeah. he's a gunner, and like, what does that look like in the regular season when there's a lot of mouths to feed on that Rockets roster? Like, does he play? I still question whether he actually plays. And then defensively, can he keep up? Yeah, but summer league, like, he's great. Yeah, he's. he's- He's amazing for summer league. Tied a summer league record yesterday with eight steals. Yeah, that was insane. So then I was looking up summer league records. Oh, what was the best one you found? Um, <laughs> points per game. No one scored fifty in summer league. Okay. Okay. But someone has scored forty-seven. Uh huh. And it was in the year two thousand and nine. Yeah. And he was on the Thunder. Not then, but he was on the Thunder at some point. Do you know who it is? Anthony Mora. Anthony Mora. Really. Yes, oh. has a summer league record. Wow, for most points in a game. 
The next record is held by, uh, or the next highest points is 42, and it's a three-way tie. Anthony Randolph, yeah. Vaughn Wafer, and Marcus Banks. And then third is... That's, that's, that's a good... All of these names are an indication know, of it's like... it's so funny. Go look at Summer League records. It is hilarious. Just be careful. Just yes. be careful with Summer League reactions, overreactions, because of this. Those all the names you've said so far. Yeah. Marcus Banks... I have one more for you. Okay. Firk and Korkmaz is the third, has the third uh, highest points record. Wow. Really 40 points. Firk and Korkmaz. That seems wrong, doesn't it? 40 points? No one scored. I guess people aren't playing that long. And every, like, shot distribution is not necessarily going to the best players all the time. It's like, I don't, I, I don't know. Summer League is a, is a wild environment. It looks so fun. I want to go. Yes, we should all we should all go. We should do down to dunk live in Vegas. Yes. Hey. Oh yeah. Secret of the ooze. Secret of the ooze. Found it out here. Secret of the ooze. <laughs> ooze. Speaking of ooze. Speaking of the secret of the ooze. He's been he's been holding back some secrets because that guy can play, dude. He was really good. I um. Hopefully, he's not the next Marcus Banks. He could be. <laughs> Usman Jang could be on this records uh, <coughs> list at some point, but his skill set is—he uh, has a much wider range of skills than I assumed he did. Uh, he can basically do everything. Yeah, but is it that he can do everything in summer league? Well, yes, or that he that's can the only really way do everything. That's the only place we've seen it so far, but. It's much more than what we saw from him last year at any point. Yeah, so I mean, that's he, good. He did what he should have done against the Pacers, which is right. like a small, pretty unathletic team. <laughs> and he just just killed them. Uh, that was really good to see. On a night-to-night basis, like he's not going to be facing the toughest defenders. He's either going to be facing bench guys or like the third or fourth best guy out there mm-hmm. as far as a defender goes. So I, I think like he's got a chance to really do something. And it was just good to see offensive aggression, confidence, all of that. Moves um, on Tuesday with, night. With like handle. His his handle is legitimately very good for a six ten guy. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it either. On that dunk, um, he had like a crossover in and out, got by his by his guy. Yeah. And the lane was just open. It was like the perfect angle too. Yeah. And I just, you didn't really see that. And he dunked it, which we definitely didn't see last year. Oh, he did dunk a lot. He just, he just, what qualifies as a dunk for Oos, like the bar is pretty low because it's more of like a setting it in. Yeah. You know, just like, like he'll just like place it into the basket. But the way he brought it around and like dunked it on that particular play was pretty cool. Very cool of the Oos. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I, I I don't know that this really means anything at all, or it could mean everything. Who knows? Maybe this is the start of Us taking the team over. But yeah, it's it's probably not. And if he becomes a good player, that's Presti had a ridiculous draft. If he becomes a good player, because mm-hmm. I think we all feel good about Chet being a good player. And then J Dub is obviously amazing. J Will was in that draft too. Mm-hmm. And then if if he hit on four guys in that draft, it'd just be ridiculous. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because there's too many guys on this team that can play. Hitting on four guys, 
That sounds like a pretty lady's Friday night. <laughs> Hitting on four guys. That was good. Thanks. Know, that, that was, was really good. good. Keep that up. Uh, that right, accent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll try to get a couple of those this episode. Uh Let's uh let's let's start going through this show a little bit. I think we'll get to more uh, summer league topics as we go through. But let's move on to Tayshawn's. Oh, okay. You got, you, you got something for today? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. He sounded unconfident. Tayshawn's back to it bigger in a hurry. Tayshawn's back to it bigger in a hurry. Hey, I'm Tayshawn's, and this is my victory, victory. Tayshawn's bath toy <laughs> is what's on the rundown. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head last night when I was making the rundown. You're thinking of me in the bath. <laughs> I, I don't Just know. Just playing with kitty toys. <laughs> Sicko. Sorry. Last night you were thinking about that? Mm-hmm. Where were you? Mm-hmm. In this room. Wearing what? Uh, this exact outfit. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I kind of wanted to talk to you about Vegas. Yeah, let's talk about Vegas. I wanted to know, are there any... Uh, I, I love these behind-the-scenes stories. Yeah. And I ask you some off-air that you can't talk about on the pod, of course. But yeah, definitely. Is there anything you can talk about? Any interesting interactions with maybe players or old players that you ran into or celebrities <coughs> or what was the deal? Was was security just in, uh, like, all the stuff around Britney and Wembenyama sending his goons out to attack all these celebrities. <laughs> we did get to walk by the place where the uh, it was the scene of the crime. Wow! There with Britney and Wemby. Was there like a chalk? <laughs> did they draw like a <laughs> chalk out. chalk uh, chalk out of her body where she fell? <laughs> no, but it was. It's just so weird, like seeing it and then walking by because we stayed in the Vidara, which is like right behind the Aria. Which is where it happened. And so, okay, I have to say something. Yeah. Okay. As someone who's not been to Vegas, yeah. Anytime I hear someone talk about Vegas, yeah, it's like I don't know any of these words that you're saying. Like all the hotels and stuff, they're like, you know, yeah. there's this restaurant behind the menorah. <laughs> you need to go. You yeah, go. I have to go. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking well, because about. Because like, if you've been, you you have a you have a idea of where all these things are mm-hmm. yeah you know they're on the strip it's on the strip they're on the strip yeah. which is just a street yeah okay. yeah and that's where everything is yep okay i need to just go but anyway you were at the la gloria yeah <laughs> but we w- would walk through that area all the time yeah but yeah i mean there's there's players just everywhere my my kids i took my whole family with me and my kids brought these like little basketballs to get signed, and they had probably like, twenty five signatures on them. Like by the end of it, really excited. Josh Giddy was like probably their their best one that they got. Uh, we got Derek Favors. Just wow, Derek Favors! It's like Derek Favors. Why are you here? They got well, big, didn't they get Big Baby? They got Big Baby, big baby. which, which big, was Big Baby was on like a media tour or something. Why did I see so much Glenn Davis? I don't know. I've was, seen so many Glenn Davis clips. We just went into that gym. My family went one day <clears throat> to the games and we just went into the little gym for just a little bit because I wanted them to see because there's two gyms. They're connected. 
So you don't have to like walk outside to get to it. You can just walk through the building to get to the second gym. And it feels like high school gym. Like it feels like PC North's gym mm-hmm. where you're just like right there. But it's NBA level guys. It's like we got to just go in there for like 20 minutes or something. And as we're sitting there, like big baby <laughs> walks in and sits down. It's like, what in the world? It's like, you, you've got to go talk to big baby. And he was super nice. So that was good. Did they, when they went up, did they call him Mr. Big Baby? Mr. Baby? Mr. Mr. Baby, would you sign this? And he was like, call me big. <laughs> call Please. me big baby. Call me big. Oh, you call me big baby. Uh, I don't know what they said when they went up to him. Uh, but he was nice. The only, there's only one player that would not sign that just completely ignored my kids. And it was. Oh. <laughs> James Wiseman. Ooh. Boo. Boo. Boo that man. Boo. Boo. Who seemed absolutely miserable. Why? He was the, so the Pistons and the Lakers stayed at our hotel. Mm-hmm. And I saw Wiseman a few times down there. Uh, miserable, miserable man. That is bad news. Dang. There, I mean, he played well in spots, but you could not find one positive Wiseman guy. Really? Not one. Gosh. Dang. Yeah. I a lot of it probably has to do with that dude too. He needs to lose the dude. He probably lost uh some money in the casino. He may have. He may you have. Know? Hard to hard to feel good when you just lost seventy million dollars. Seventy <laughs> seventy million dollars in the slots. Yeah. That's I follow hard to do, I too. don't follow a guy, but he's he's always popping up my algorithm that all he does is play slot machines every single day. Wow. It's makes me want to go. <laughs> it makes, and, I was going to say, that inspiring. would make me feel really sad. No, I've seen him win. I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> we should go to the casino. Well, you're the one that never goes. I've been, I've been to some, I've been, I've made my rounds here in the state. No, I've just never been to Vegas. It's different. Oh, really? Have you been to the Windstar? I know it's no labia majora, but it's quite the casino. <laughs> come on, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite different. Um, let me think. What else was fun? I mean, there was. It, it's it's just a weird experience. We went to the the media party, and like I walk in, like Alpern Shangun is just standing like in the middle of this place. It's like, what are you doing here? Um, media party is super fun. The whole thing is just a ridiculous time. Media party, what's the food situation there? Mm-hmm. So it's an open bar, mm-hmm. and they have, let's see, <laughs> they had what would have been a large um, pig in a blanket, but, uh-huh. they, but they cut it up to where it like looked, <laughs> looked a little nicer. How, how large of a pig in a blanket? Like I mean the the hot dogs like about hot, this big, like a hot dog, like a big hot dog. Okay, okay, well, okay. And so they chop that up. They well, yeah, a, you got to chop that up. You can't have guys walking around so maybe with big old pig fried fried blankets. fried mac and cheese. So maybe like so. Are you talking like like a hot dog pig in a blanket that's cut up like a sushi size? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. Yes. Yeah. They're sushi rolls. Yeah. They had fried mac and cheese. Just I think I said this with Alex. Children's food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For us. Yeah, because we are all big children, and 
not gonna lie, it was amazing. It was great. Yeah, like that's not the food there. The hotel prepared that probably. Probably, I don't know. Probably not. This is Warren Legary's party, who is like the guy who started Summer League. Mm. He stands at the, so he stands at the the top of these st- this staircase. You have to go down this like windy staircase, and there's people that meet you at the bottom with like all these trays of drinks. They're like, welcome, thanks for being here, you know? And like Warren stands at the top and he's like, hey, and like meets everybody, asks them like what outlet they're from, wants to talk to everybody. It's very nice. And this party costs just an ungodly amount of money, I would guess. But yeah, that food sounds expensive. It's an open pickles. It's an open bar, and the place is completely packed. Yeah, like open. I mean, open bars, Tony. That's. Yeah. I mean, the fried mac and cheese is probably not killing more in the Gary's pocket, but the rest of it is pretty crazy. But those bagel bites. That's when they'll Dude, get I, w- I wish they had bagel bites. Yeah. But uh, bagel bites are hard to chew. Yeah, they are. Well, they're just hard to serve at that like that size of gathering because they're either way too hot or cold and not good. Yeah. You like, have to have somebody bring them around on a tray. Yeah. And just, gra- tray. You just grab them. If, if somebody was carrying around a tray of bagel bites, oh, those yeah. things would go like that. I know, but then they really can't get the tray too deep into the party because it's all True, you gotta yeah. stay. You gotta if you want the bagel bites, you gotta stay on the perimeter. Yeah, you really do. Mm-hmm. That's a bagel bite zone. Everyone knows that. <laughs> when they've got when they've got trays going around at like weddings, yeah, it's pretty good. Except yeah. the only thing is like, let's say that it's like something that's served in like a cup or has like a skewer in it. Yeah, then you're just standing in the middle then, of the wedding. Then what do you ske- do? Like three skewers. And it's like, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, what what do I do with these skewers? Yeah, how do I get rid of these skewers? You just pretend to be Wolverine. In the middle of the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Summer League is the best. I love it. I love going to games. I love sitting there and watching. Like, It's great because you, you can just plant yourself somewhere, and then you can just watch basketball all day. Did you hear any other funny stories of other people having funny interactions with uh, athletes or celebrities? <laughs> other funny stories of funny interactions with... Funny athletes. athletes or funny celebrities? Uh, let's see. Not really. Wow. No. No. So, did you see, did you hear anyone that saw the Britney Spears, yes. Victor Webb and Yama Thank thing? I can, like, saw it happen? Yes. No. Here's the thing that I think. Okay. Let's hear this. I don't think it happened. I saw the video, it happened. I tend to agree. Because I he, tend to agree with you. Because he, that there's a on on TikTok, Britney Spears. There's like a conspiracy on TikTok that Britney Spears, the person that's on TikTok as Britney Spears, is not Britney Spears, and it's someone using a filter over her face, and like Britney is like is not Britney right now. Yeah, and so I think that this story was planted, and it was not actually her. I agree. I think the whole thing is so absurd that it's the odds of that actually happening, I feel like are so low. It feels like it was created by, I mean, like chat GPT or something. For like, people, give for, me the most ridiculous scenario yeah. that could happen at Summer League. You know. Yeah, that's exactly. It does feel like that for sure. It feels very absurd. And what's weird is if you watch the TMZ video, Brittany's just like, 
walking openly yeah. in this lobby area yeah. or wherever. No, it yeah, is. I don't. That's I'm so not weird. buying that she would actually do that. Yeah, it's for, for people who don't know, give them just a just a quick snippet of of the story. If, uh, if someone hadn't. Heard. Oh yeah, yeah. So Britney Spears wants to say hi to Victor Wimbanyama. Speed walks up behind him, tries to touch him, and then her hand gets hit back with, I think they said her hand. It's hard to tell in the video. Uh-huh. If it's her hand or the security guard's hand that hits her, didn't seem like that hard. And that's really the incident. Huh. Yeah, the report was like she got backhanded and fell down to the ground and was crying. That, that definitely is not what happened. She probably cried. She's a freaking crybaby. But because she's a huge crybaby. <laughs> Big old crybaby. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I'm sure, it, to me, it just seems like it was just created mm-hmm. by somebody. Somebody's weird imagination. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you had a good time at uh, uh, Summer League. Well, that's it for Tayshawn's bath toy. Bath toy. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm watching this video right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, let's let's wait. <laughs> see, she's just out there. Well, the thing is, in this video, you never see her face. No, I saw a different one. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't see her face. You don't see her face. Yeah. But I saw so, a different video that shows the incident. Seen this one? I'm yeah, that's the it. one I've seen. It's she from walks up behind her, and it's never. It's it's just a lady in a crop top with long, blonde hair. Long, but they didn't hair. say nothing. There were no reports that were like Wemby's team. Like that wasn't even Britney. That was some woman. Like I, th- it was confirmed it was Britney. Now was it the Britney Spears that we grew up with? I don't know. Or is it an impersonator? I don't know. But there are a lot of impersonators in Vegas. Yeah, that's also true. Mm-hmm. Also true. Huh. Huh. More investigation needed. Uh, Lawrence Field says, I'm surprised Andrew has not talked about how big J-Dub is with Luke and Taylor yet. Uh, uh, he's we, we, big. Uh, he looks like he's, looks like he's like been cast in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's like an, an actor like, is like, oh, they're going to be the next whatever in the Marvel movie. And it's like, they turn up and they're just like gigantic Marvel like workout yeah. guys. Like, uh, you think he did the Marvel workout? Well, like uh, uh, Camille Nanjani, when it was like mm-hmm. he he was on Silicon Valley, and he's like a little shrimpy guy, and then he's yeah. gonna be in a Marvel movie, and he's like a beefcake. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that picture in particular looks crazy. I think there's some. I think the picture there's an angle going on there that I helped agree. it out. Because like, I agree, he didn't look like that in the games. No, he didn't look like... I would be worried if he was that jacked. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, not sure that he could shoot the basketball the Well, same. and his head looks so tiny in the picture, too. Like, it looked... It was not... It was a weird angle. Oh, it looked great. It was... Uh, he posted that picture, right? He did, and he posted something about steroids or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so he's already admitting it. It's funny. It's funny. Uh, he looked really big. He looked really... Uh, looked ready to play the four. Ready to play the four. That's right. Yeah. Which we have a couple guys that, that we could play at the four. I think he'll play at the four. I think he'll start at the four. That would be cool. It's cool. It's cool. John's back to a bigger victory. John's back to a bigger victory. Someone's looking for advice and we're about to give it. I'm not going to use this person's name because of the nature of this advice. It's 
Brittany. He is getting engaged soon, but he can't decide if he wants to make it a big thing mm. or make it low key. Mm. He wants the advice. He's not going to propo- propose on a jumbotron. Good. But he wants to know if he should include family and friends and hire a photographer or try to keep it more organic. Um, I'd just keep it more organic. Here's my thought. Yeah. A little column A, a little column B. The yeah. ask is, is personal. Yeah. The ask is personal. And then after, there's a little like proposal after party. Yeah. I, a little proposal get together. 100%. That's um, what I would do too. Apps, apps and apps and drinks mm-hmm. type situation. Little everyone walk in. Yay. Congratulations. Yeah. Like or, right after. Bang, bang. Yes. Congratulations. She said yes. Or, oh, we're really sorry. She said no. <laughs> sorry. She <laughs> said no. That is, a, that is a really good point. Are you sure that she's gonna say yes. I mean, he, you gotta know before you ask. I mean, you you're, not, know. you're not asking if yeah if, if there's a possibility of no. Yeah, you know we say that, but it happens. How often does that happen? I think what I percent saw, of the time? I think I saw a statistic. It was like fifty percent of the time they say no. I don't. That is correct. No, that's divorce. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, that was Luke talking about divorce rates. Yep. Uh. Do you need to take pictures of it? Yeah, you got, if you're proposing to a woman, yeah, you, you need, need to have you need to have, have you need for to, the gram. You gotta have pictures. You need of you, it. you, you need to have, have one person like you need to have secret photographer that's yeah. secret photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you walk over to oh look, we're right, you know, at this place that all our friends are at. Oh my gosh, now we all um, OMG. celebrate. Omg, yeah, omg. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, all right. However, <laughs> however, Jumbotron. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, we'll be right back after this quick break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back. And now it's time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. Now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. Our first Twitter question comes from at jmill underscore in underscore OKC, who says, with the goal to get the current roster of 50, he can't keep track of the real number, down to 15 plus two ways. Who do you think Sam intends to, one through five, start, play significant minutes, develop, trade bait cut? Okay, let's go through it really quick. Because I think, obviously, start is SGA, Giddy, mm-hmm. Chet, J-Dubs, J-Dub, and Dort. Dorcious. Okay. Uh, significant minutes. I would say Kenrich mm-hmm. gets significant minutes. I would say um, Kaysen gets significant minutes. I would say Joe. Gets significant minutes. Uh, who else would Besides we put? That, that might be it for significant minutes. Yeah, who else would we put in these significant minutes? Wigs? I, I, no, Jay I, Will? Jay Will? Yeah. What's significant minutes? Every game? Um, Not every game, but they're going to play, you know. Like, these are they're just guys that are like, okay, they're for sure... In the rotation. They're rotation players for the yeah. most part. I think that's about it. I would put Wiggs there too. He's not going to play every game, but he's a rotation player. Like he's yeah. not necessarily like some like developmental project. Like you know you know what he is. And he's a decent rotation player. Mm-hmm. So that is ten players. Yeah. So far. Develop. Oos. Yeah. Poku still in the development <laughs> category. Poku, year four of development for sure. <laughs> Feeling good. Feeling really good. Uh, we'll I was our, really impressed with Keontae Johnson. Yeah, we'll do our two ways here too, Keontae. Um, okay, so that leaves us with... Uh, Lindy's not on the roster. I don't know why he's on basketball reference. Victor Oladipo, we'll put him on the cut list. I think that's good, yeah. I think Rudy Gay is on the cut list. Cut him. For sure. 
So I'll put those two there. Bertons. Hmm. Okay. This is, goes back to earlier conversations. He might be significant minutes. I think he's in the more than he's definitely not a developmental project, but I think he in the same way with Wiggins is going to play some. Mm-hmm. So I'll put Bertons on the minutes, but also tradable at yeah. some point. Um, put man in development, I guess. Yeah, we'll put man in development. Especially now that his hand came off. <laughs> they can get that thing back on there. It's too bad. Uh, so so we're at 14 now for the mm-hmm. roster. We have one more. Uh-oh. Is there we have anyone? one more. 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Okay, so how are we feeling about JRE? God, it just feels like how are you going to get minutes now? Where are your minutes? Like, well, yeah, exactly. So if Chet... And J-Dub are the starting bigs. Kenrich is a four. J-Will is a big. Bertans is a big. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. Have we, I don't see it. Yeah. What are, what are we doing uh, with Michich? Have we put him? Oh, Michich. Oh, God. Where's Holy. Go? Wow, L-Man. Good job. Does he's, he go? Does he he's go minutes. He's minutes? Yeah, there we go. Six. That's it. That's the roster. Jerry. He hasn't signed yet. That's why he's not on here. Um, he hasn't officially signed yet. Neither has Jack White. Neither have signed yet. That's 15 without Jack White. I think Jack White is going to... I mean, he's on the edge for sure. He's His contract is only partially guaranteed in year one. So I would, I would put him as someone that's going to get cut. I think they would rather keep Bertans and his contract just for the value it could provide. Also, the dude can... S- can shoot the basketball, mm-hmm. and so I think they want to keep him. I mean, it would be but if they're if they're keeping him if they're keeping him first contract. Wouldn't you put him in trade bait, even though he's on the team? Oh, the trade bait category, trade bait category, because like he's like he's going to be around, but he, it's yeah. so that he can be trade trade bait. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Let's put him there. Let's put Bertons there, but but still on the team. Like he's so, gonna, like we're keeping him. He's up. a part of the fifteen, yeah, for sure. I think Rudy Gay, Oladipo, are not. Who else would be? I'm not sure that there's really anybody else that is necessarily. Maybe Trey Mann could be in yeah, the trade. That's the only other guy that bait was in my head. Category. That's the only one that has because trade bait. You kind of have to have some buzz around you too, because like we yeah. know how go- how good Wiggins can be and how mm-hmm. he could really benefit another team. Mm-hmm. But does anyone else know that? Not really a, a good a buzzy yeah. name. Yeah, it's definitely not. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen. Yeah, that's that's it. That's not. We haven't even talked about Ty Ty Washington or Usman Garuba who are now on the roster. Would you trade? Would you move out anybody that's in the minutes category or developmental category? For those guys? For Garuba or Ty Ty? Oh, man. I think it's tough for Ty Ty because you've got SGA, Giddy, Michich, Kaysen, Isaiah Joe, Wiggins. Is he playing in front of any of those guys? Yeah, that's a really hard. I don't think so. That's why I would put Ty Ty in the cut cut. Yeah, cut. <laughs> the only guy is like Garuba. Garuba is an interesting one to yeah. me. That I'm not. I would 
probably put in the trade bait. He and Ty Ty can go in trade bait. I don't think anybody's trading for Oladipo, Rudy Gay, or Jack White. But somebody might trade for Ty Ty. Somebody might trade for the other Usman. Mm-hmm. Isn't Jack White a guy from White Stripes? Yeah. That's the same name. So when you Google Jack White, it's very difficult. The, you cannot, you have to type in Jack White, the basketball player, if you want to get the and right then, guy. And then it just comes up with Jack White being terrible at shooting a basketball on YouTube just comes in up. the back of some club. <laughs> so then you have to do Australian basketball player. And then it's Jack White from the White Stripes in Australia shooting a basketball. That's true. That's true. So it's, it's basically impossible it's to impossible. find any <laughs> clips of this Jack White. I sat, I sat down next to some Australian reporters and I was asking about Jack White. I think I told this on the podcast already, but they were, I was like, like tell me about Jack White. And he was like, I'm texting with him right now. And like, showed me his phone. I was like, weird. And it was all inappropriate things that he shouldn't have showed you. It was really weird pictures that Jack White was sending him. He was, harass- <laughs> or he was harassing this reporter. He was awful. No. <laughs> he just, he just, oh, I'm texting you right now. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you're a dead man. <laughs> if I see you, it's on sight. <laughs> no, they, they spoke very highly of Jack as a person and a player. So, yeah, we'll see. I, I think he could surprise. And if he, if he were to make the roster, I would think it would be at the expense of somebody like Aaron Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Would be my guess, or Poku, I guess. Like they could, they could release Poku or trade Poku to somebody and keep him. Like that's not out of the question, I don't think. But like I don't, or maybe they would trade Isaiah Joe. Like you could yeah, probably that's get good. You could probably get a nice second for Isaiah Joe. I don't want them to. Yeah, I mean they already have literally twenty second round picks in the future. Yeah. So I think that they're okay. We're just it's we're just making moves though all summer. We're yeah, I I don't moves. think the moves are are over. I I think there are other moves to be made. Like There's always other moves to be made. Like, but the moves you made are just like, it's just like what? How when is how is this happening? It's it, crazy. It is crazy. Uh, two way contracts. I think Lindy could still get a two way. When I try to type Keontae, it always keynote yeah. keynote. Uh, Lindy on a two-way, and then I just could not bring myself to care that much about who the last two-way spot is. Maybe if you wave Garuba, no one would pick him up, and you could bring him back on a two-way. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, Maybe. risky. It is risky. So you're saying bye-bye Ty Ty for sure, sure. Yeah, I just don't see where the minutes are for him. Yeah. He would have to – I think they'll bring him into camp – I think they'll bring he and Garuba into camp and just see how it goes. Yeah. But I also just don't really see the path for Jeremiah either. They have to make the they have to make all these decisions after Yeah, not until camp. not until after training camp in October. Yeah. So like there's no rush because they have twenty one guys and you can carry twenty one guys into camp. Yeah. I mean I, if you're if you're like what like Poku, how scared are you? Like you're working out every day you're kind of he's got to i mean he and jeremiah have really got to play well in camp yeah and guru has got to play well too like if Garuba wants a spot he's got to play well too but i mean even as is i just don't see a true path for garuba or jre to make the roster because who of this group are we 
for sure that could get cut. Obviously, the starting five, Michich, Kenrich, Kaysen, Joe, J. Will, Wiggs. Like, that's a nice bench. It is. Like, I've, is there anybody there that you just don't feel great about? Like, not really. Like, I feel good about almost everybody. Everyone's, like, solid. Yeah, they can all, those are all basketball players. Yeah. Like all of them. And then you have, like, the Us and Poku guys who. Which now, doesn't it feel like Us versus Poku? Like no, only, no, it does not. It doesn't? No. Only one? You think both of them can end up? I think Us is a wing. Really? Yeah. I think Us I is think a wing. I think Poku is a point guard. I think it's Us versus Wiggins for minutes. Mm. Is, what I, is the, what I would say. And they will both play. Not every game, but both will play for sure. Poku is going to have to really... F- I don't know. He's going to have to really figure it out. And I, I still believe in Poku. I still really like Poku. It's just going to, it's going to be, it's going to be tough when you talk about minutes battle because Chet's going to demand a lot of minutes. Like all the minutes that were going to Poku last year, Chet is already eaten like a vast majority of them. Mm-hmm. And then he will have to outplay J. Will in some way, which is not impossible. It's not like J. Will like set the bar so high that he could never get there. But, but yeah, and then uh, trade bait, Bertans will be on the roster. Man will be on the roster, probably. Ty Ty, Garuba, Jerry are ones that I think could be traded during camp or before if they have an opportunity, and then cut Oladipo, Rudy Gay, Jack White. Sounds good to me. Makes sense to me. Pretty solid. There will probably be a surprise knows jack white may be starting day one who knows um but that to me makes sense as of july 14th as, 2023 is dort not a you're not putting dort in trade bait huh i'm not hmm. no that's interesting it's sga's best friend yeah. and like a player that the coach loves yeah just saying yeah 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 uh, all right, next TQ, L man. Next Twitter question. Comes from at Alex underscore Bullerjack, who wants to know what's your favorite sandwich? Oh, God, a muffalata. Huh? Muffalata? What's on that? It's the one with the, uh, it's the one with the uh, olive. Uh, Salad dressing on it. Hold on, I'll pull up a picture. Olive salad dressing? You are oh, not selling. Shut up! Oh, hold on. You're not selling this at all. You're not selling this. All of the Hold on, I'll show you a picture. You, uh, I don't know if you've seen it before. It's like this. It's on a ciabatta. It is olive salad salad dressing. Yeah, you never uh, eaten one of these? No, not 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 ever gonna. Oh, it's that's your favorite. Ah, uh, if you had a good muffalata, you'd uh, you, you like a you big olive guy. No, no, no. But on a muffalata, ugh. Okay, Andrew, what about you? Gross. Um, is a grilled cheese a sandwich? Huh? I, w- I would think so. What else would it be? Just asking. I think it's a sandwich. Grilled cheese is your favorite sandwich. It's a great sandwich. What? Build it. Build it, Brad. I want to know what your grilled cheese. I mean, cheese, can I? Could I? Could you I? You can do whatever you want. Could I say? Well, my favorite grilled cheese is probably the BCLT from the Mule. Okay, so a fancy grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah. Because when you say that initially, I'm like, 
white bread and craft cheese <laughs> no really no 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 i mean it's good yeah. but it's not my favorite yeah no i would say the bclt at the mule is like unbeatable it's it's the one that i go to every time and it's good every time <sighs> shout out to the mule nice shout out to alex buller jack uh the, the mule makes some great sandwiches however just you know, however <laughs> here is the sandwich the best sandwich is the sandwich you make right after coming home from the grocery store when you have okay. all of you've just gone you have all new fresh ingredients all your cold cuts you are putting you are stacking the meat high mm-hmm. and then you know cheese a pickle mayo you put some chips on there you're good Wow. That's the best sandwich. And you you put you're putting it all on. You you're just putting it all on there. And wow. you're not you don't have you're not like uh you know, I'm I'm using the heel of the bread. I'm down to the last bread. I'm I'm using hardly any meat because I'm out of meat. Yeah. You know. That's a bad sandwich. Yeah. The right home from the grocery store sandwich, the first one you make. Wow. So yours is more of a vibe sandwich. Uh it's a vibe, but it's also and an it's also actual good. situation. And it's also good. Yeah. yeah, and it is good. Why are you a, why are you a sandwich denier over here? I just because like, because his so pick, many because his pick was so bad. <laughs> he wanted to say Mufaleta a lot and <laughs> and committed to it and realized, man, I made a really I made the worst decision of the hey, three. Hey, when you've eaten a Mufaleta, you've eaten a bite out of God. Uh huh. You want what, a bite out of God? That's okay. what they say. That's the tagline. The pictures of, you're uh, showing us do not look that good. Uh, put it in your mouth and then tell me that. Sucker. Do New York guys say sucker? I think that's a new drop. Nope. 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 <laughs> We're going to our next Twitter question. How about that? Our next Twitter question comes from at Drew underscore B underscore Thunder, who says, everyone talks about packaging our picks to get role players or stars, but what are the odds we simply pay our players and continue to make trades like the one with Denver? Stretching out our first round picks into perpetuity and lengthening our asset window. Perpetuity, perpetuity asset. I, uh, I think that's an ex- that's a possibility. Obviously, you can't do it with all of the picks. I do think that picks and players will eventually be used to acquire players or a player. Um, Great Babe says a Mufaleta is, is Louisiana, not New York. I don't think that's um, right. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's right. Yeah, New Orleans. Don't, well, don't, you don't, don't, wanna, you don't, don't want to hear that. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Please don't. I, I do think that they will use some of these picks to try to acquire picks in the future, though, because if you can have multiple picks in years where the team is super competitive, then then you're golden. Because at the deadline or in the summer or whenever you're gonna have a lot of ways to improve your roster. And also, you just may want to have young players that are on rookie scale deals. So, yeah, I do think that that's definitely within like the framework of the way that then I want to operate. Let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at underscore gray chicken underscore. Who wants to know, is it a super homer take or our chat? Giddy J Dub really potential all stars feels weird after all the hate the Thunder have been getting for the tank that people think they'll be great. Uh, it's not Homer ish. 
to think that they all have all-star potential. To say that they're for sure going to be all-stars would be... That would be a homer take. That'd be bold. It's, it's but, so but, hard to get like multiple, multiple players on the same team in the all-star game. You yeah. have to be the number one seed. Yeah, you got to win 60 games. Yeah. Remember when the it. Hawks had... Those are their starting five all made the all-star team. Oh, yeah. that And it was like... You look back now, and it's uh, it's very strange. Yeah, Al Horford. So oh, who Horford, was it? Let's see if we Horford's can remember. Good. Horford was really good. Joe Johnson, Jeff Teague, Kyle Korver, and who was their forward that made it? Millsap. That was good. Is that Paul Millsap? I think Millsap was there that year that they went on a crazy run. Okay, I yeah, think. yeah. Weird. Sounds wrong now. Uh, but you have to be like feels so weird. good to get more than even even getting two guys on the All Star team. They have to be like top thirty players in the league, and your team has to be a top four seed. Let's say the Thunder win are on the track to win fifty games in two years. Shea's the obvious first All Star. Oh, Damari Carroll. Yeah. Larry, oh, Damari Carroll. Larry what? Miller's right. Damari Carroll. Damari Carroll made that team. Yep. 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 That's who Ugh. I was trying to think of. Gross. Yeah, weird. He was good, though. He was really good. Who's the second all-star? It's got to be Chet, I think. I think, like, when you think of teams that get multiple guys in there, it's like the biggest stars are going to be there. Yeah. I think Chet's going to be the bigger star out of those three, J-Dub, Chet, and uh, Giddy. Yeah, it's possible. I think J-Dub's got a chance, too. I think J-Dub's going to show some yep. stuff this yeah. year. We're like, it's not impossible that the the star duo of the team right. is right. SGA right. and J-Dub. Hmm. But we'll see. Huh. There's just always a big, you know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is the safest pick. I think that's the safest pick. And when you look at a team and their top guys, even if the big is like the third guy, mm-hmm. it's kind of always the narrative is always like the best guard or wing, and then the best big. The best if big. your big is like one of your top three guys, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Deuce Zero 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 Zero, who says, "Hey, me and some of the Thunder fandom have been talking." And we kind of have 2011-2012 PTSD. Do you think if Shay, Chet, Giddy, J-Dub pop along with a few of our role players in Kason, Us, It's Kason now, by the way. Kaysen, Sorry to confuse Oos, you. et cetera. How <laughs> likely is it that we keep all of them? Or do you think someone's going to have to be traded? Uh, I, I would not go into this assuming that they can keep everybody. I but, just wouldn't. Well, that's scary. Yeah, and I don't like that. I would assume that someone will be traded. Somebody that you think is amazing that you really, really like will eventually move on from OKC. Oh, that is no, we're going to have another Harden trade. That is, <laughs> we're just repeating oh, no. the same. No, no, no. Cycle. I mean, <laughs> it's going to happen, Andrew. That's what you're saying. The league is just too volatile all the time, and to think that we, the Thunder, can just put themselves in some kind of bubble and not have that volatility seep in i think is um i think it's incorrect i just think that it's 
you can't go into it assuming that everybody stays. We all, it's all just happy forever. I just think that's, there's too many moving pieces like all the time in the NBA for that to be the case. Hmm. And it may, I mean, the Thunder are going to have to make a move at some point, I would guess. And it will be with a player that we really like. I mean, Jeff Green got dealt like pretty quick. And we really like Jeff Green. Like year one, after year one of the Thunder in Oklahoma City, I don't think anybody would be saying like, oh yeah, they're going to need to trade Jeff Green. You know, yeah. we're, we just had like the first like good year of the team and now like everything seems awesome. Everything seems great. Eventually, they'll figure, I mean, you, you really learn what you have when you're playing meaningful games for an entire season. Okay. And I, and I think that next year, because we didn't know that, I don't even think anybody knew that this past year was going to be as many meaningful games as it was. Yeah. This next year, I think it, we're more aware. And there's more players that I think that are good on this team. We're going to have to see what they've got. And hopefully we can get a, a playoff series this year, if not this year, then the following year. Get a full seven-game series and get to find out. Like, that's when you really find out. I know how we find out who is going to be. Hmm. Who we're going to have to trade out of Giddy, J-Dub, and Chet. There's only one way to figure this out, and that's F. Mary Kill with the three of them. Luke? I'm not ready to do that yet. Yeah, not, not Andrew? yet. Andrew? Okay, I'll do it. Wait, what? Hmm. With who? F. Mary Kill, Giddy, Chet, J-Dub. That's how we find out who's going to have to be traded. Not yet. We're not doing it yet. Yeah, that's, that's it's too soon. But you know what? It is not too soon to do. Hmm. To ask, are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, miff, and peeved. Wow. How are you miffed? How are you miffed? How are you miffed and how are you peeved? Check this out. Yeah. What are you looking at? See this? Yeah. See this bruise on my contu- arm? Contusion? Yeah. Yeah. You're contused. That's from my freaking daughter biting me. She bit you. She bit me. Wow. She gets worked up. She bit her mom twice yesterday. Oh, no. We had a biting problem maybe nine months ago. That's back. Solved it. Back of the vendors. It's come back. You know what you got to put on your, you know what you got to put on your uh, arms? Poison. Stuff that's, stuff that, sour stuff. Yeah. Or stuff that makes her have diarrhea. Not diarrhea. No, no, no. It's just stuff that you just wanted to taste bad. Mm. Stuff that makes her throw up? No, no, you're not making them throw up or shit. Mm. You are making <laughs> them taste something. And go, ugh! I do not want to put my mouth on things that make that taste bad. It's like a yeah, it's like ugh, like super sour. It's like a oh, dog. Yeah, yeah. Maybe something that makes them like sneeze thirty times. A no. Minute. no, no, mm. no, no. Not sour, sour or bad taste. You're not covering stuff. yourself in cayenne pepper. Yeah, mm. yeah, something that'll burn her mouth. <laughs> I think pain is the only way we're going to solve this. Well, have you tried the, Have you tried the, what we're saying? She loves sour stuff. Like, she literally dipped her corn dog in lemon juice yesterday for dinner. So I don't think that would work. I think she'll bite me more. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's a strange kid. <laughs> but I'm miffed about that. Yeah, it hurts so bad, and I always cuss. And then she always gets scared because I'm like, oh, dang it, hold on, calm down. Yeah. You know. Dang, man. Well, 
Andrew, are you miffed and are you peeps? Uh, I'd finished mowing about 90% of my yard and I ran out of gas last night. Oh, oh man. I, pretty murfed. I did work outside on yeah? uh, Wednesday, uh-huh. I think, maybe Tuesday, but I think Wednesday. And I was drenched in wow. sweat. So hot. I have not been that sweaty for a long time. It's so hot. So, like shirt completely. Where are you wet. doing work outside? I had to do some work, dude. Why are you doing do some work, work outside? For I, what? Just had to. Had to help. You live in an apartment. I know. Had to help my dad with something and got super sweaty. Oh. <laughs> yes, daddy. Look, <laughs> <laughs> come on, coming, daddy. They were installing a shower door, so I had to help carry a really heavy shower door. Nice. And it got me sweaty. <laughs> and it got me sweaty. But being outside yeah. right now yeah. sucks. And the other day, I was sleeping the other day, and at 3 a.m., I have the forewarn little storm app that gives you little updates, like if there's uh, rain or lightning in my area. Yeah. It'll come and be like, lightning is in your area. And 3 in the morning... It's, I get to think it's a heat advisory in your area. And it woke me up. And why, why are they having alerts why they do? Why do they but do why that? Why are they the doing the, the alerts in the middle of the night? Yeah. Like, you <laughs> need to know that. if it's not a tornado. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't phone freaking out like a tornado is coming. Like, heat advisory, <laughs> I do not need to know at 3 in the morning. There's a heat advisory at 3 a.m.? It was for the full week. They had made it for the full week, like, ongoing. But that that's is when they e- that's, released that's it. evil for them to release. That it is evil. It's terrible. It's so stupid. And so I'm. And so then I wake up at three a.m. Can't get back to sleep for like forty five minutes. It sucked. Yeah, it does suck. So hot. Still sweating from the shower door. Yeah, I've been still sweating, sweating from I, the shower door. I've been, I've been I've been sweaty at night this week. I'm not I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> What's going on? Waking up sweaty, dude. Waking up sweaty. Waking up sweaty. Uh, okay. Next week is. This last week has been unusual. Just with travel schedule, next week's going to be the same. So I don't know really what to tell you. I think we'll have a podcast on Monday for sure. And I'll try to schedule things out for the rest of the week next week. So just be prepared for inconsistency uh, for next week. Oh, if you're into uh, other basketball podcasts, next week we are dropping a documentary about LeBron James on the Athletic NBA show feed that starts next week that runs for two weeks. It's called A King's Reign, and it's super awesome. I've listened to some of it. I've helped record some of it. Um, tune in for that. It's very, very good. Talks about LeBron from like a very young age. There's a great episode that Marcus Thompson does that talks about um, LeBron and Steph. It's amazing. So, Is it King's Reign, <coughs> R-A-I-N? Yeah. Or R-E-I-G-N? R-E. Yeah, yeah, King's Reign. It's very good. So check that out starting Monday. Now we're on the Athletic NBA show for two weeks. What would King's Reign, R-A-I-N, even be? Yeah, what would that, what would that be? Well, it's like, uh, I don't know. Like his sadness? There's like a tear running down the bronze face? No, it's like, it's like a king that can control the weather. Like Oh, a, a wizard king. Like a wizard king. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, I see. Like yeah, King I see. Midas, everything he touched turned to gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea with this series is that LeBron... It's fan fiction. LeBron's a Le- wizard king. 
Welcome to a, a king's reign where LeBron James attempts to control the weather. <laughs> Written by Marcus Thompson. Written by Marcus Thompson. I would actually read that. I would. Uh, too. That would be all right. Thanks so much for listening to our show. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday.